Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry It's a Whisker Wednesday. If you might notice, I'm a little more hyped, a little more pumped than usual. This is because I'm allowed to have coffee again. Why is there no sound? What's wrong? Is my sound messed up? Really? What the fuck? Hold on. Let me try this again. Let's see here. Uh, how about that? Is that? No, that's too loud. Hold on. Let me see. No, nobody messed with it. Hold on. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Let's see. Audio. Um, assets, microphone, let's reset it. Let's just reset it. Test one, two, three. Is that better? Is that better? Test one, two, three. Test, test, test. One, two, three. I reset the mic. Does that help? Are we good? Hello. Welcome to the show. Wallace, thank you for the sub, buddy. All I see is a floating head. Fidel, is that better, Alan? Okay. At least somebody will give me a goddamn honest answer. Fidel, you raggedy bitch why are you starting off starting off on the bad side huh okay that's much better sounds better all right cool what's up chat time with you how are you thanks for being here okay I, let's start over again welcome to the program i'm super excited and in a great mood even though we had tech problems why i had coffee this morning and i wanted to share with you guys my first sip of diet coke in the last 48 hours Oh, it's so good. Oh, baby. Oh, daddy missed you so much. I swear to God, I could have sex with this Diet Coke right now. I really could. Uh, good. I came from Sophia's community. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Chat time with you. Thank you for coming over. Sophia is awesome, man. I love her. She is dope. You guys, if you haven't checked her out, I need to uh, check out Sophia. Let me see if I can do the shout out. Uh, shout out. Is it Sophia? Um, I believe that is it. Let's make sure before I send y'all to the wrong spot. That is Sophia. All right, go check her out. She's dope. I was hanging out in her chat today. It's amazing. Uh, there is no hydrate option on this uh, on this um, channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I am so excited to be back on coffee and Diet Coke. Oh, my God. And Adderall. Are you kidding me? We're going to be excited all day. Uh, <laughs> Steven Weatherguy said, yay, coffee. Fuck those teeth. Uh, look, they're good. They'll, you know, I may have to do this again in six months to a year, but that's okay. That's okay. Cause, uh, you know, I can't go without, I realized how much I need coffee and diet Coke in my life. I just, I needed it so bad, but what's up to everybody. So last yesterday, uh, we didn't do, or we did a uh, greatest decade in the history of the world. And then it was brought to my attention that the, the chat 
is pretty much open 24-7. So we got to reevaluate how we do greatest deckhead in the history of the world. If you don't know if you're new to the program or newer oh, to the program. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Ah, thanks. Thank you for hosting, man. Appreciate you guys. Uh, it says they raided with a party of 16. That's weird. One says hosted. One says raided. That's super strange, but I'll take it either way. What's up to everybody coming in over at, from Odd Takes? Coming in, man. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for hanging out. My name is Barry Lamanac. I am a Twitch streamer now. This show has been going on for almost two years. In fact, May 11th will be our two-year anniversary of Barry on Deck. We're up to 455 episodes. Uh, I am a former ESPN radio host. Had a show called The Usual Suspects that I did with Joe Blank and Nick Sharara. For about three years here in Houston, seven years total on ESPN. I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian. I host a TV show called Houston Sports Show here in Houston on CW39 on Saturday. So there you go. Jump off and back on for the views. Yeah, that's a great point. Thank you, Odd Takes, once again for the raid. Uh, do your boy a solid if you're coming in from the raid of my guys, Aaron uh, Raybold and Jerry Bow. Hit refresh on the screen or... Uh, I can just give you this link, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Just click that link again. Yeah, because they Twitch is assholes about how they count viewership. So if you don't refresh, they're not going to, they pretend like you're not here and they don't, they don't give us credit for it. It's real shitty. What's up, skinny money? What it do? Uh, what's up, uh, Ivan? Thanks for being here, man. Again, thank you to Aaron and Jerry for the raid, man. I always appreciate you guys showing love. Yeah, Spencer was hanging out in the office. He's, uh, he decided to, to get up in the chair and go to sleep, so that's it. All right, anyways, uh, greatest decade in the history of the world. We do that. You're the first in the chat, but since the chat is up 24-7, what I might do is just have to clear the chat at, like, I don't know, 145, and then whoever's first after that will be first. Because we used to do it on YouTube. We'd go, I'd have the show up by about 130-ish, sometimes later, of course. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, we'll, we'll do something like that. We'll get it figured out. I'll let you guys know. Um, refresh what T-Max says the, the show, the, you're watching on your phone or on your computer. And all you got to do is just hit refresh or go out, come back in or click that link in the chat that I put, which is twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. That way it registers and you guys, um, Cause you know, look, Jerry and, and myself, and I'm hoping you guys do the same thing when we raid them, but we're all trying to hit Twitch partner. So Spencer going for that B now. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, my phone, uh, on my phone. So no F5. I think you could just like, how do you refresh on your phone? Let, let me see here. This is, this is a good question. Uh, I wonder if I'm watching myself though, which is kind of creepy. How do you refresh? Let's see here. Shut up, loser. How do you, let's see here. No, don't report. Spencer wants out. He's like, you're too loud, dad. Um, yeah, I don't really know how you would refresh on your phone. Is that a, is that a thing? Well, you can click the link and it should take you to it. What's up, Rudy? Message of the century right there. Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. Back the fuck up. Twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Yeah, click that link. And that should take you to the uh, to the show. I think that'll work. Doesn't that gonna work? I'm pretty sure that works. What's what is up with my phone? This phone is acting crazy. What the heck is going on? Uh, okay, my phone just all locked up. Does this happen to all y'all? What's up, uh, super fan? 
What's up, Aaron? D-Mod, what's up? Close the app and just open it again. Oh, you could do that. Uh, what's up, Walt? What's up, Rudy? What's up, Jen? What's up, Last Call? What's up, T-Mac? DJ Maddy with the 200 bits. Buddy, I'll see you in a, next week, next Thursday, according to Alan Denson. You guys are going to be coming out to my show there in Viner at the Oak Center. So looking forward to it, man. Uh, don't think I didn't see this shit, CC. Yeah, you're going on Santa's naughty list for that jerk-ass jerk. Uh, who else is here? Uh, Richard Vales is in the building. What's up, fam? T-Mac and Potch and... Oh, look who showed up. I thought you'd left me, VB. I thought you'd abandoned me forever. I hadn't seen you in chat in a minute, but he said click five times. Does that help? No, that doesn't. I don't know if that helps. But uh, VB is back. It's good to have you back, buddy. Aggie Milkman is here. Alex Villanueva is in the building. Uh, mentioned Odd Takes and Skinny Money. Chris Reyes, Fidel, Jerry Bow. Uh, who else? Clute. What's up, fam? Coming over in the raid. FJ Jimenez. Uh, Steven the Weather Guy was early. <laughs> yeah, they're on to me. That's right. That's right. Uh, and who else? Let's see. Jen, I got DJ Maddie, Allen, T Mac, Dave. What's up, PP Dubs, and Keith, and Nick. What's up, fam? Nick's in early. I like that. And Flip was too. All right. Let's get rolling. We got a lot to get to. Um, I have a guest today. And I am so excited for this. I have been trying to get a hold of this dude forever. And I finally did. And when I got a hold of him, um, he agreed to come on the show. His name is Adam Tannick. And he is the founder and the commissioner of the prof uh, Professional League Wiffle. Uh, did I get that right? No, Premier League Wiffle. I'm sorry. Premier League Wiffle, not professional, Pre but they are professionals. Uh, but Premier League Wiffle, it is a Wiffle Ball League. There's like seven or ten teams. Uh, it's dope. I watch it all the time on Twitch. I watch it literally all the time. In fact, let me do a shout out for them. Let me get their name here. Okay. I don't need your, I don't need your audio right now, pal. Uh, but Adam Tannick is the commissioner and the founder of Premier League Wiffle. So he's going to be joining me at 3.15 to talk about the hell is Premier League Wiffle and why am I so fascinated with it? Why do I love it so much? Uh, I've got some highlights for you, but we're going to talk to him about founding it and getting it started and how it's going. And uh, yeah, it's going to be dope. So that should be fun. Yeah, last call said I love watching them. Dude, it's dope, right? It's a lot of fun, man. The rules are different, so we'll ask him about that and how they came up with it. Should be a very good time. Uh, what does this say? T-Max said, so anybody care to educate me while using my phone? I can't access BOD until Barry sets it up to go live. Is this the correct way? I heard someone say the chat was open 24-7. Yeah, it is. It is open 24-7, but I don't know why on the phone you wouldn't be able to access it. That's, I don't know, dude. Um... Maybe Potch knows. I don't know. Last call said it should be an Olympic sport. I wouldn't mind that. Hey, look, bro, if they're going to make ping pong an Olympic sport, I mean, for real, fam, ping pong. Come on. So, the, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think I think it deserves its own sport. Uh, I wouldn't mind it at all. I've got a, a story uh, how the NFL is trying to get a different version, a bastardized version of their sport into the Olympics as well. So we'll talk about that. We got a ton of shit to get to. Yes. You wait a spoiler alert, asshole. I'm just kidding. Yeah, totally flag football. They wanted it as an Olympic sport. We'll talk about it and why and how they plan to do it. It's, it's going to be crazy. Uh, don't slander the great name of ping pong. Say, oh, you're big ping. Oh, you're big ping pong guy. Are you Keith? Oh yeah. Yeah. You like the pong, huh? 
You like the old, you like a paddle in your hand? And I don't know. That was like four different accents rolled into one. That was, I'm sorry about that. That wasn't good. Uh, I've played ping pong like twice in my life. I don't, I don't know. I don't see the fascination with it, but okay. Like I'm not, Keith, do you have like a ping pong table at the house? Is that what you're telling me? T-Max said, without it going live, I can only access prior videos. I don't know if that's a subscriber thing. I don't know how that works. It's called table tennis. It's classy. What's up, Justin? You shut your whore mouth. It is not classy. Uh, oh, oh, Keith does have a, a ping pong table. Well, do you have friends to play with or do you just have to play off the wall? Boom, 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 boom. I'd rather play Atari Pong than ping pong. If I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm just sorry. It's just how it goes. All right, let's get to our sports headlines for the day. Oh, it worked. Thank God I had to change it up yesterday. Don't forget, Adam Tannick, uh, 315 today, going to join me talking about the Premier League Wiffle. Uh, and uh, yeah, all the fun that is to be had there. Plus, it's Whisker Wednesday, so I have more animals for you to adopt from special pals here in Houston. So stick around for that as well. All right, here's your sports headlines. The Lakers have officially, officially been eliminated from the playoffs. And I, has there been a bigger flop of a season than what the Lakers did? Uh, Has there, has there been, what the hell just happened over here? Uh, My whole screen just got wonky on me. Has there been a bigger flop with as, as big of expectations? They showed the lineup of Howard. And uh, LeBron and AD and Russ. And it was like, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Rajon Rondo. It was like, oh, look at this murderer's row. I will say the Nets might be the second biggest flop for sure this year. Uh, But the Nets are eight in the East. But, yeah, LA finishes, well, not finishes. They're 31 and 48. They haven't even won 40% of their games yet. Minus 3.2 scoring differential. It's just been bad. Now, yeah, they've had injuries, but you expect more out of LeBron. You expect more out of out of uh, a LeBron-led team. Maybe age is starting to become a factor and he can't carry a team like he used to. I don't know, but it's pretty bad. Uh, so they're officially eliminated, and in case you cared, I'll pull this up for you here real quick. Uh, hold on. Let me get over here. Um... And action. So this is what the standings looks like in the NBA. Uh, so here's your here's your list, right? So Miami one, Celtics two, Bucks three, Sixers four, Raptors five, Bulls six. That's all set. So they've all clinched. Those top six have all clinched playoff spots and the top six playoff spots. Now, uh, you might have some movement there. You can see that the Raptors and the Bulls are, are pretty much neck and neck with like two or three games to go. So, uh, you know, you, you might see a little movement there, but not much. Uh, then the play-in games are all set. So, what the heck? Oh, I got to read you this text. Hold on, guys. Anyways, Cleveland, the Nets, the Hawks, and the Hornets are definitely in the play-in games. So, there they sit. And then you might get some, some movement there as well. Uh, but everybody else has been eliminated. And then you can see the Lakers officially eliminated. Only thing that's kind of still up in the air is Denver and Minnesota. And I looked at the schedule down the stretch. They both got two pretty easy games, I guess you could say. Although, I think, uh, actually, I take that back. I think Minnesota finishes with the Bulls, who's a playoff team. Here, let's just, uh, 
Let's take a look real quick. Open link. Uh, open link. We'll go to their sketch. And their sketch. Uh, and their last two games. Yeah, so Denver has Memphis and Los Angeles. So... One tough game, one easy game, but Memphis isn't really playing for anything. We just we talked about this is all set, right? So Memphis is in no no concern about losing the two seed. At this point, maybe you rest your starters because you have nothing to lose, even though that <gasps> sacrifices the integrity of the game. Shut up. Uh, and then over here, Minnesota has two games left. It's San Antonio and Chicago. So one uh, for sure good playoff team, and then well, San Antonio's in, but in the playoff uh, in the play-in game, so that could be interesting. So we'll see down the stretch how those two fare. But that's pretty much the if you're looking for some kind of drama with with what the season ends Sunday, three games to go for most teams. There's the best I can do as far as NBA drama. But the Lakers are are fail, and well, that's that. Uh, hold on. Let me, we're going to get back to the, we're going to get back to more uh, headlines, but I want to make sure I'm catching up on the chat here. Table tennis tournament at Barry's house. No, I don't. We really have to use a regular ass table. What to use my dining room table, put books up as a net or something. I don't know. Uh, according to Kendrick Perkins, they refused to deal Russ at the deadline. Oh, well, I mean, that's yeah. Well, I think they tried to swap him for John Wall, but the but the uh, the Rockets wanted too much, so they that that died in the water. Yeah, and that's true, Sean. Uh, <laughs> I know LeBron played well. No, I get that, but the fact is, you you know, we're used to seeing him playing well and being able to carry his team to to leads, and that's not the case. Oh my God, my phone is going nuts. I just need to read this to you guys. Uh, okay. So Jerome Solomon texted me, friend of the show, friend of mine. He's the executive producer on the TV show that I produce. Uh, and remember we had a discussion about my bucket list, right? My bucket list was run a marathon and skydive. So Jerome sends this text message out. Hey, Rimsall Media, which is our media company that produces Houston Sports Show. Rimsall Media, the U.S. Army parachute team, the Golden Knights, has given me two spots to fill for a tandem jump in June. Let me know if you're interested. We'll decide who gets to go later. There will likely be other opportunities, but this is rare. Oh, I'm 100% in. Should I do it, guys? Should I, should I say yes? I mean... Why not, right? It's bucket list. I'm going to put this is bucket list item two for me. There we go. I'm in. We're going to get some video. I might die, right? I mean, look. <laughs> he said, by the way, it's like a group of us. And he was like, uh, somebody said, I don't jump out of planes, but that's cool. Holly said, sounds fun. Might die, may survive. I'll, I'll try it possibly. Jerome said, I'm black, which means the same thing. Uh, sounds cool, but I'm not jumping out of planes. So, yeah, I guess black people don't parachute. Is that a... <sighs> so there's that. Well, maybe that'll happen in June now, right? YOLO! I don't know about the tandem jump thing. I'll be like, can I get a chick? Can I get a... Hashtag Barry on being strapped to a dude. Yeah, check out my new podcast. Barry strapped to a dude. No. Uh, what is this? Let's see. Ghost Spurs go. 
more disappointing. Lakers not making the playoffs or that 2011 Red Sox collapse that blew a nine-game lead over the last two weeks and missed the postseason. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good question, Heartthrob. Um, I tell you what, it's super – nine games, you know, that's a – I get it. That is a That is a pretty monumental collapse in baseball. But do you know how easy it is to make the playoffs in the NBA? I mean, it's so easy. There's literally only five teams in each division. Okay, I got it. Okay. Okay, I'm on air. Muting this. Sorry. Okay. Hit the stop already. Oh, my God. How do you make this stop? Turn off all notifications. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Um, yeah, I tell you what, it's a good question. I got two messages that I highlighted. I need to, to, to look at here. Um, oh, well, that was from heartthrob. That was one of the highlighted messages. I'm going to say the Lakers are the more disappointing between the two in your question, heartthrob, just because dude, only five teams in the East and West don't make the playoffs. Only five out of 15. Two-thirds of the league makes the playoffs. You have AD, LeBron, Rajon Rondo, Russ, Dwight. How do you not how? Oh, but injuries. Okay, but damn. It's pretty wild. That is true. T-Max said the Lakers are the most disappointing. They have four of the 75 greatest players, according to Talking Heads. Yeah. Wait, Queen B, are you are y'all claiming my shit when I die from tandem jumping? I get the ice maker? Jen wants to watch. Oh, you want to watch me boo-boo myself on the way in midair? Make sure you get video. Of course I'm going to get video, Dimata. Uh, what's up, Steven Luther? Uh, you got to clear that with Nora first. Man, I feel I feel like probably Nora wants me to die, so she's going to be in. She's going to be like, oh, please jump. Please jump. Uh, she's going to be like a cartoon where she packs my, uh, my parachute with, like, knives and forks and shit. No reason to jump out of a good plane. Sure there is. Hopefully the guy you're strapped to isn't from the Congo. And a GoPro and film it. Oh, yeah, for the show. 100%. Y'all remember dibs on the Sonic Ice Maker? <laughs> CC, stop trying to claim my ice. Oh, Wallace dibs on the PS5. Oh, shit. Joel wants the Honda. Okay, fine. Last call wants the laptop and the mic. Oh, well, you might want the PC instead. That's what I stream this show on. So you you, you might want the, the PC more than the laptop. The laptop's like a 2016. That PC I built last year, so might want to reconsider that. Also, stop giving my shit away. I'm not dead, y'all. Bunch of jerks. All right, what was the other highlighted message? Oh, Queen B. Of course. Stop making up chat commands. Bang a claim. Oh, no, Steven, that's not how that works at all. My wife will fight you for these cats. Did I ever let Spencer out? Oh, no, he's still over there. He's curled up in there. Yeah, no, my wife, she's not, if I die, she's not giving away the cats. No, that's just not how that happens. Barry, what size show, uh, what size show do you wear? What size shoe do I wear? Uh, I wear, uh, I wear, uh, are we really highlighting these messages? <laughs> I wear a nine, a very average non-Congo-ish nine. And it's really because my feet are fat. So it's not, let's not, you know. Uh, I want the riding lawnmower. You can have that, but it needs a new seat. I hope you don't get dizzy on the way down. I'll probably throw up. 
I call dibs on Biffnet. Well, you can't have what doesn't exist, so yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, CC, I didn't need that. Way too is small. Money's gotta be the shoes. Why you uh? Shoes, shoes, why you calling shoes, me out? You sure it's not the shoes? Got a shoe check. Hold up, hold up, fam. Got a shoe check. Here we go. All right. So this is the shoe check today. I'm, I don't know why I wore camouflage today. I don't know. Because I'm hoping y'all miss me with your bullshit. Um, <laughs> but this is what I wore today. I got out my low top Air Force Ones. I always rock these when I rock camo uh, or or some sort of olive green. These are, my, these are actually some of my favorite shoes. So I got these camo Air Force Ones. I dig, I dig. Uh, and I just, I don't know, man. I just hate the toe box, but it looks better with the camo. It hides. <laughs> hides a lot of the creases but yeah this is what i'm this is what i'm doing my air force ones so there you go now why god damn it fidel fidel redeemed to go get a cat and spencer is literally right here i could have just hey mama what you doing oh does cat cam work let's see if cat cam works let's see cameras oh it sure does let's see spencer y'all hey mama hey Hi, how you doing? He's like, bitch, talk to me. Uh, so there you go. There's yeah. Well, now I gotta go get goddamn <sighs> Fidel. You really can wreck a show. You really can wreck a show. I'm not gonna go do that. Right, we're trying to get some momentum. Adam's gonna be here in a little while. I don't want to get up. I'll do it at the break. I'll go get him at the break. But I don't want to like we have good momentum. So I let me uh, let me do it at the break at three o'clock and I'll go get him. Because I'll probably have to pee anyways. So, um, oh, so Perry said that's my shoe size. Let me get them J's and them Air Force Ones, Truman. Listen, I can fight over it. I'm not making a will before I do this jump. If I get it, I don't know. There's a lot of people uh, that might be up for it. I'd rather sweep the beach. Thanks, though. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I get to do it. That would be dope, though. So. Pretty cool. All right, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to our uh, our sports headlines for the day because we certainly didn't finish those. Y'all got me all off track. Dibs on the sports show. Okay, you can't. You can't have. You can't have the whole show. You can't have the whole show. All right, now uh, here's the rest of your sports headlines. Stefan Diggs signed a four-year, $104 million extension. 70 million of it guaranteed slightly less than um, the cheetah got than Tyreek Hill got. He got 72 million guaranteed. So uh, 70 million guaranteed, though, still a good haul for Stefan Diggs, one of the best receivers of football right now. And you had to lock him up, right? You got to have Josh Allen have his best weapon available to him going forward. If you want to be a serious contender for the next four or five years. So there you go. They, they signed him to an extension. He gets an extra 104 million. He gets an extra 70 guaranteed. And, all is right in Buffalo. Astros extended Ryan Presley, speaking of extensions, two years, $30 million deal. So there's your closer for the next two years, Astros fans. Hope you like him. He was damn effective last year. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby is stepping down. I've, I thought this was interesting. I kind of expected this to happen with OU and Texas leaving and the Big 12 is kind of like an afterthought for a lot of people now. And, oh, but they got U of A. Stop it. No one gives a shit about the Big 12 anymore. No, nobody cares. And Bob Bowlesby has a lot to do with that. He's got, if you're on duty, if you're the main, if you're the commissioner of the Big 12, when the Big 12 loses its cash cows, 
you you probably need to step down. So he is. He's going to step down, and uh, we'll see what happens, who they replace him with, and, and what they do when they take over. Got a lot of work to do to rebuild the Big 12 and get them back to the prominence that they used to have. Women's NCAA title game, if you didn't watch it, averaged 4.85 million viewers, peaked at 5.91 million, 5.91 million, pretty close to what we do on this Twitch show, by the way. And uh, that was according to the Nielsen numbers. That's the highest since like 2004, I think the article said. So that's pretty dope. And then lastly, the uh, Augusta National Chairman said that Phil Mickelson was invited to the Masters, but he pulled out. So Phil's pullout game is strong here. Zoom out. Y'all remember why he's not playing, right? Because he said that shit about the Saudi Golf League and like, them, them motherfuckers is crazy. They murdering people and shit. And then that all went viral. And Phil was like, damn, he hadn't played golf since that went viral and he got in trouble. So shouldn't surprise you he's not in the Masters. Although two months seems like long enough of a media cycle to to let that shit die down and then go play golf in, in one of the four majors. Maybe he just doesn't feel like it's ready. Maybe his PR people told him to take a whole year off. I don't know. Maybe he just needed to take a year off. But they said he texted the commissioner and said, hey, look, I'm just not going to play. Or the chairman said he wasn't going to play. And they were like, okay. I guess so. Why are we shouting out Barry on Deck eBay? You guys, have y'all already sold all my shit? <laughs> I like, see, Perry's the only one on my side. Fuck it, just don't die. See? See? Somebody loves me around here. Next on BOD, cats mooning guests. That's not, no, that's not. They're, they're civilized people. They wouldn't do that. Steven, the weather guy for said, for someone with no job, you sure have a lot of shit people want. Um, I guess, yeah. Everything must go. We're not having a sale of my shit, y'all. Amos said, I miss wearing a size nine. I used to get all the shoes back then. Twelves are gone quick. Yeah, well, there's the curse, right? That's one of the only reasons it's a curse. Well, it's been five years and MLB still crying about the Astros. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Who's getting the manor? Guys, Nora's not going and dying with me. All my shit is like, you. no, you can't have the house that the cats or my car. Do I get a refund on Patreon when you die? No. I mean, well, somebody's going to have to cancel it, I guess. Jen, you have to log in stuff, right? <laughs> Jen's going to have to issue all the refunds for you guys. Oh, my God. CCI. <laughs> You guys, I'm giving away my shit. This is not one of the topics today. Give away Barry's shit when he dies jumping out of a plane, okay? What's up to everybody on Podbean, G-Man, D-Mac, uh, Nick Gamboa, Titan Hugo, Eric Resendez, Chris Reyes, and John Dory. Damn, Podbean deep today. A lot of folks that can't watch but are listening. Uh, but shout out to everybody over there. Thanks for being there. Uh, sorry, I don't pay attention to the chat as much as I should. I missed Yas Sin. Uh, but hey, maybe it'll come back, stick around for later. But yeah, appreciate you guys listening over there. If you didn't know, you can listen to the show on Podbean. Download the app. Put it on your phone. Find Barry on deck and uh, listen live if you can't watch. So there you go. <laughs> Jen said, I'll be in mourning, but that shit's all mine. There you go. There you go. There you go. Jen slipped that in her contract without very noticing. Okay, probably. Yeah. It's called flicking the bean, Perry. Nobody pops the bean. It's called flicking. 
Jeez, get your shit together, Perry. Okay, what are we going to talk about? I have so much. I, I want to get to this because, you know, you got NFL mock drafts out flying around. We didn't get to it yesterday, and I promised it. I didn't want to miss it today. And why don't they just use Twitch Mobile? Yeah, I don't know, T-Mac. You can listen live, but they like the pod being it sounds better over there, they said. So that's, that's probably why. Uh, it just sounds better, at least according to them. Uh, what is this? Okay. I had to make sure that they could hear the videos that we play when they come up. Now, let's talk about this for a second. I, I was looking at some NFL stuff, and I found a mock draft. And um, I was well. I was looking for something specific about a draft position, and then I started thinking about. It. I was like, I wonder, I wonder who the best mock drafter is. Like, who's the most accurate mock drafter? And has anybody even considered to stop and figure that out? Well, lo and behold, thehuddlereport.com did exactly that. They took mock drafts over the last five years. By the way, that's a lot of work. They took mock drafts over the last five years. Hey! Emilio! Thank you for the follow, my friend. Very much appreciate you. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for the follow. So I wanted to know who's the most accurate mock drafter. Uh, and this this website, the huddlereport.com, uh, figured out who that was over the last five years. Damn it. What's going on here? And I'm going to share this with you, and we'll, 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 take a, we'll take a gander. We'll take a gander together. Now, Potch says Lance Zerlin. He's on the list. Potch, he's on the list, but he is not the most accurate uh, over the last five years. So here's your list, okay? And this, we'll just start with the, uh, with the well, we, I was going to try to do top 10, but that kind of got a little wonky there. Here you go. So they look at back to since 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21. They take a five-year average. And they figured that out. Uh, so this was 2021. What the five-year average was. Josh Norris was the was was the most accurate, I guess, or maybe that's just in 2021 who was the most accurate. But this is the most accurate mock drafter over the last five years, and it is Brendan Donahue of Sharp Football Analysis. Uh, second was Brian Philpot of the Football Hub. Third, Matthew Jones of Draft Examiner. Evan Silva was uh, fourth from Establish the Run. And Ryan McChrystal from Draft Ace was fifth. So those are your top five. You can see the averages. Um, this uh, this Brendan Donahue, pretty good overall. 45, 43, 41, 46, and nailed last year. It looks like everybody got a little bit stronger as they went. Compared to like 2017, and you can see up here, the scoring is determined by players predicted in the first round. P equals one point. Player match to team equals two points. And it says ties are broken by matches. So that's how that's how you got points. Uh, and, and these were the accumulated points here. <laughs> Walt said, this might ruin my life because I never think Mel knows what he's talking about. Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to see where he is on the list, right? Philpot is doing mock drafts. No, it's not that Philpot. Okay. It's not that David Philpot. That's, that's not the right one. All right. So, um, here we go. There's your, your, the rest of your top 10. Jason Boris of Times News, Xavier Cromartie 
of the college football metrics. Eddie Brown, San Diego Union Tribune. Kevin Hansen of Eat, Drink, and Sleep Football was nine. And Rob Statton of the Seahawks draft blog was 10. So there's your top 10 mock drafters, all right? And then let's see if we find any other names that we recognize. Mike Band, or sorry, Ken Zalus, Mike Band, Jimmy Kemsky, Ben Standig, Peter Clark, Sean Baptist, Joe Marino, Forrest and Long, and Brian Johansson. Still nothing. Who are these dudes? And then, and th- where the hell's my mouse at? And then, bam, number 20, Lance Zerline, NFL.com. Let's go, Lancey boy. Let's go, Lancey boy. Hey, Premier Whiffle, thank you for the follow. What's up? Thank you guys for being here. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, guys, at 315, by the way, thank you for the reminder, Premier Wiffle. Don't forget, Adam Tannock of Premier Wiffle League. Our Premier League Wiffle is going to be joining me uh, at 315 to talk about to talk about the league and how it got started and what they do. It's dope. I, I, I spend so much time watching it at night while I work, so I think you guys are going to enjoy that, the highlights and the interview. So stick around for it. We here. Let's go. Uh, we're just going over mock drafts right now until we get Adam uh, on the on the program here in about 30 minutes. So local guy Lance Zerline, top 20. But this kind of lets you know, like, I don't recognize any of these big names. Uh, like, I don't even see Mel Kuyper on this list. I'd have to, like, is Mel Kuyper even on here? Let's see. Um, Let's try to find Mel on here. Mel. Wow. Is he not on the list at all? Yeah, so Mel Kuyper doesn't even make the top 53. So I think the moral of the story is just because they say they're an expert doesn't mean they're an expert. And I looked, you guys, for other names that that we might recognize. I mean, Jason McIntyre of FS1. Okay, it's a pretty good mock drafter, right? Sam Farmer of the LA Times. Um, but yeah, I just, there's no, Rob Rang of FoxSports.com. I mean, I, and I know these guys do this and it's tough, but yeah, Lance Zerline is better than Mel Kuyper Jr. That's right. Uh, so yeah, there you go. There's your best mock drafter. Brendan Donahue from Sharp Football uh, Analysis. Now, I'm not just going to stop there because I would like to see, um, what he has, right? If we know he's the best at it right now, at least. If we know he's the best, let's take a look at uh at his drafts. Let's see what he's got. So this is his latest mock draft. What's up, Rob? Rob, I sent you an email, by the way. Check it out. He said, proves how pointless those are. Okay, yeah. Yeah. True. But it's still fun, right? So if you know this dude's the best, then I think we could take his mock draft, his latest one, as the gospel, right? This is definitely it. This is the one. Jags Trayvon Walker is who he says the Jags are going to take Trayvon Walker with the number one pick in the draft Lions take Aiden uh, Aiden Hutchinson with the number two pick in the draft and your Texans they go out and get an offensive tackle with the number three pick in the draft Ikem Ikwonu out of North Carolina State ah I just don't see that as a need for these guys I think they want to move Titus Howard into, at, at guard but I don't know if the Texans go offensive tackle with the third pick in the draft with Cave on Thibodeau out there. You still got to replace your edge rushers that you've lost over the last couple of years, including JJ Watt, right? Uh, and not to mention, to me, to me, and I know the Saints are going to have something to say about this, but with that number three pick in the draft, I think I still like Kyle Hamilton at safety. You just lost Justin Reed 
back end of that defense is terrible. Coverage is bad. So yeah, I think you gotta. I think you got. I think they still say they can get Kyle Hamilton at thirteen, but I don't know. I mean, I know that the the Saints still have eighteen, and they picked up these other draft picks, and they might try to move up if they because the Saints need help at safety. They just lost two safeties with uh, what's his name retiring as well. So I don't know. We'll see. But if you if you like. Uh, if you believe in this dude as the number one mock drafter, I'm going to put the link in the chat for you. If you kind of want to keep an eye on it, there it is. No, you know, I'm free pub, whatever. Uh, Premier Riffle said Falcons with a Ridley replacement. Do they risk taking a wide receiver that high? Not so sure. Yeah, that's uh, dude. What do the Falcons do? They're such a mess now. No Matt Ryan. I mean, at this point, what do they have? They, uh, they had Garrett Wilson. As, as, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, what don't the Falcons need, right? I mean, what don't they need? They've got the eighth pick in the draft. Like for real, what don't they need? And yeah, you're right. I don't know if they're, uh, I don't think they're getting a Ridley replacement as much as filling holes. We'll see. Kuiper's famous because he's an old head, not his accuracy. Yeah, I don't think he's ever been accurate to be honest with you. Zoom out. I don't think he's ever been accurate. I think he's just a, a, a talking head. He's good on TV, and he does mock drafts. So they're like, yeah, you're our mock draft guy. Wouldn't it be great, though, if those guys were held to, like, a certain standard where they're like, look, if you suck ass as a mock drafter, yeah, we're not going to put you on air, bro. You're terrible at this, Mel. But y'all know how good old boy ESPN TV, I know how ESPN radio works. I can tell you how TV works. They don't give a shit. Does he sound good? Well, people listen. That's it. That is it. Behanna said, Barry, when you dropping the vid of you roasting hecklers. Oh, I forgot to move that over to my YouTube channel. That's my bad. It's still on my Barry on Sports, Barry on Deck channel, uh, unlisted, or, or or I took it down because my the guy that I had helping me with YouTube was like, yeah, you don't want another show on here if it's not sports. So I'll get it moved, I promise. I promise somebody else I would do it. I think it was Charles G. I promised I would get it moved as well. Aaron, our resident Falcons fan, said we need defense or best available. That's what I'm saying. If you think that that uh, um, Garrett Wilson is, and he's probably the best receiver available, but if you think Garrett Wilson is the best available, then yeah, you go get that if you're the Falcons. But they need so much shit that could you blame them if they if they pick up an offensive lineman or if they pick up a safety or if they pick up edge rushers? Like, I mean... A lot of holes to fill. And trust me, as a Texans fan, we feel that. Amos of the Saints have signed about four safeties and honey badgers in town for a meeting. They're not drafting a safety. Yeah, but have they signed any good safeties? I mean, you could sign depth. And that, I mean, are they going to sign honey badger? I don't know. And remember, you pick up these draft picks because uh, you got to save money. Do you think they're going to sign the honey badger if they would have a chance to get a first round draft pick at safety? Oh, it's your team, not mine. I mean, I don't follow the Saints as closely as you do, so yeah, you 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 might know better than I. I just feel like with they they had one, they lost a guy. Jenkins retired. I don't know who they've signed, but if they're better than Hutchinson, uh, okay, or not Hutchinson, if they're if they're better than Hamilton, okay. But that sure is that's cheap money. It's cheap money in the back of the defense, so keep that in mind. All right, so there's your mock draft. I liked the. I liked the breakdown of the uh, of who was who, right? I kind of liked it, so uh, pretty dope. All right, 
Uh, let's see here. What is the other topics that I had? Oh, we didn't get to this and I tried to get to it earlier in the day and we won't spend a lot of time on it because it's not that, it's not that juicy, but the only reason I'm bringing it up, this could be the beginning of the end for Daniel Snyder. The, the, I'm sure you heard about it by now. I should have got to this Monday and didn't, but, um, Daniel Snyder, there's reports that the Washington commanders have actually been holding out. Uh, on the NFL financially that they have not been reporting all of their ticket sales. The way the NFL works is you split. You give 40% of the gate to the visiting team. That's how it's supposed to work. Plus that money goes into a pool and all this other stuff. And apparently there's been discussions that they have not been reporting everything financially, uh, which they say is not true. They're defending their position, but they say that all of the the ticket revenue and all that stuff is open and audited and all that information is made available so that whoever is saying this is lying and committing perjury and you know, typical shit. Like we, we've, we hear this all the time about when, the, when, when Daniel Snyder and, and Washington messes up, but now they got Congress involved and now like, this is some serious shit. So at the very least, I think the NFL has to look at, dude, there's just, I, okay. There's too many problems coming out of your team. And it, and it all has to do with you, right? You had the cheerleader allegations and the creepiness and all the other shit with the front office problems. The Like, dude, it, enough's enough. I think at some point they got to move on. Real J Monkey Justin said uh, that he might go to jail. He absolutely might. He absolutely might, but they're definitely denying. Here's what it said. There was has abs, there has been absolutely no withholding of ticket revenue at any time by the commanders. Those revenues are subject to independent audits by multiple parties. Anyone who offered testimony suggestion suggesting a withholding of revenue has committed perjury, plain and simple. Ah, uh, I don't know, but this keep an eye on it. They're, they're definitely denying it, but keep an eye on it because this might be the beginning of the end of Daniel Snyder. Because look, let's be real. We know Pete Carroll during the, the, the NFL meetings when the coaches in front of the coaches and GMs said that the NFL doesn't give a shit about hiring minority coaches because if they did, they would try to get to know them first. But that's never going to happen until they get to know these players. And we know that the owners didn't like it. We know that. And I know that the owners, when it comes to some of the stuff that Daniel Snyder has messed up on in the past with, you know, the, the, the cheerleaders, they don't, the owners, as, as bad as this sounds, they don't give a shit. Oh, Daniel Snyder was taking upskirt shots or there were people inside the organization doing that and he didn't do shit about it or they were being creepy with the cheerleaders. Eh, boys will be boys. Grab them by, you know what I mean? Like, they don't care. You start fucking with their money. You start holding out on, on billionaires. You start, bro, you're done. You're cooked. And you should know better. You know that the one thing that these guys care about more than anything, revenue, their money. You start holding out. You're re you really fucked up. This, this literally could be the thing that forces him out. So keep an eye on it. I guess we'll find out at some point if that actually happens or not. So, but I, I wanted to just bring it up. At least we should have been talking about it sooner, but never got to it. So, uh, yeah, he's on the hot seat, so to speak. Another story that I saw that came across my timeline that I thought was pretty interesting. And, um, 
I couldn't figure out. What does that say, Perry? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll let that word go. It's okay. It's not so egregious. Um, What's up, Total Dallas? Thanks for joining the program, my friend. Thanks for being here. So I saw this article or this story. Actually, one of the joke writers for the for the TV show sent me a joke that we're going to have this weekend. And I was like, bro, I didn't even know this was a thing. But apparently, PepsiCo is working on a new snack called Cracker Jill, which sounds super offensive a little bit. But this is, this is um, a remix or a remake, if you will, of Cracker Jacks. So I think that Pepsi has decided that there's not enough representation and that this is bullshit. And so they created Cracker Jills uh, to help promote women's sports and to give women. Uh, and they're actually donating money, I believe. Let me, uh, let me pull up the link here for Cracker Jills. It just sounds weird to say Cracker Jills. <sighs> I like how they opened this article with buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jills. So PepsiCo announced that they will be uh, the snack will be available at pro ballparks and via a $5 donation from to the women's sports foundation. They've already donated 200,000 to the foundation and uh, yeah, they come in all races as well. That is correct flip. So they have uh, run the gamut. The quote says we are constantly inspired by the many women who are making history by breaking the mold. And we want to celebrate their achievements while supporting the, uh, the progress Cracker Jack has been a part of... I thought it was Cracker Jacks, by the way. I thought it was a, an S on the end of Jack, but apparently it's just Cracker Jack. Okay, I guess I screwed that up. Uh, but Cracker Jack has been part of sports for over a century. As records were made and rules changed, we've been so inspired by how uh, girls and women are changing the face of the game. So in, the spirit, in, that, uh, in this spirit, we've introduced Cracker Jill to show girls that there are represented even in our most iconic snacks so to what I said, this is why I'm not a professional comedian so many jokes I want to make yeah I'm trying to be very sensitive to this because there is if I'm being honest a part of me goes okay like okay but then another part of me is like good like what's wrong with that my my opinion on this, because we've seen this, we've seen a shit ton of reboots. Now, this is probably not going to be a popular opinion. Uh, some of you may be like, what? But look, we've seen a ton of reboots where we have uh, seen changes either in gender or race or what have you in movies and TV and uh, food products and representation across the board. What up, Dre? Long time no see, buddy. So we've seen these changes and, and I'm not opposed to the changes. Like, like I had a huge fight with my buddy Kazim. He and I got into a huge fight over James Bond because he was like, Eldris Ibo would be the best James Bond. And I was like, you're probably right, but he can't be James Bond because you've established that the character James Bond, the person is a white dude. And then we got in this big fight because he's like, no, he's just a number. I was like, no, he's not. Cause he's got a name. He's a person. He's a guy. And. You've established that he's white, right? That would be like trying to make, I don't know, fucking, I don't know. That'd be like doing a, I don't know. Who's a, that'd be like the Black Panther being Asian. I, you, what? No, you can't. Once you establish it. And then my thing is this, 
And I understand what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to be more inclusive, and I'm for that. You guys know that. But instead of just rebooting and being lazy and being like, well, it's because to me, it's like this bullshit way that Hollywood's like, you know what? Let's just make a Cracker Jill, and then all the girls will just shut the fuck up about it, okay? When in reality, what they need to be doing is creating something new for women. Right? Like, don't just take something and go, well, it's a dude. Let's just make it a chick. That's being lazy. That's super lazy. Instead, why don't you create something that is their own unique and identifiable snack that stands on its own? Because to me, it just feels like it's almost like this token of appreciation or this token, uh, this token gesture. In a way, that's just me though. That's just me. Rather than Hollywood writing new black movies, writing new black superheroes or new black characters or TV shows or Asian characters and TV shows and superheroes, they take the existing ones and just change the race or gender of the person. It's like, why? Why? Get, how about be creative and let them have something of their own identity? I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It seems almost like White Hollywood and white America is just like, well, maybe this will pacify them. If we make Cracker Jills, maybe the women won't be so angry with us. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I know that's probably not super popular, but it, it, it the heart isn't, my heart is in the right place if I'm not saying it right. Because my point is, it seems like a lazy, yeah, 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 here you go. <laughs> Total Dallas says, have him be Walter Bond, 009. No, not Bubba Bond. It'd be a white dude. Captain America. But see, the way they did Captain America was different, though. Right? Because you had, they didn't try to just present Captain America as a black dude. It was this secession, right? And he took over and that worked. The way Marvel did that, I'm fine with that. That made sense. I agree with that. That was fine. But it'd be like just one day you see Captain America and then the next movie, he's just, you know, it's fucking Will Smith. I mean, he ain't getting no roles, but you're like, whoa, hey, I don't, that's not how that works. You can't just change the race of somebody, write new characters for people of color and, and women. Stop being lazy. I don't know. Maybe you guys disagree with me. Let me know. What do you think, chat? Am I, am I off base here? Shelby said, never in my life have I heard a woman complain about a lack of ballpark snack representation. I mean, look, again, their heart is in the right place. I'm not saying it's not. I just feel like this is a lazy way to show appreciation for non-white dudes. It's easier to say that than to be like, people of color and genders and just, yeah, non-white dudes. Let's make their own snack. What up, Mina? Um... Amen. Shelby said, we don't want Cracker Jacks. We want old white men to stop restricting our rights. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Way better. Sam Bond? No. Stop. No. I don't know. So, Walt said James Bond is the name assigned to Agent 007. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, Walt. Cause his, his, it's his name. Like that's like his name, his real name, not like Frank, Frank Johnson. And then they're like, we'll call him James Bond. Like that's his, his number is what's assigned to him. I'm assuming there's an agent 006 
through one and maybe eight through 10 that we don't meet. I think that's his real name though. Could be wrong. I thought they disapproved that in Skyfall. What, that his name was James Bond or that is that is that what do you mean? Like that was his real name or they disproved that that wasn't his. I don't know what you're saying, Poch. Uh, be more specific. Poch said, buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jills. I don't know if I'll ever. But you, that doesn't rhyme. You can't say buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jills. Because it's Cracker Jacks and it rhymes with I don't know if I'll ever go back. So you got to have something else like buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jills. I don't know if. I like Tows Hill. Okay, only people in Houston would have got that reference. We had that big ass hill in the center field of our ballpark, like a fucking moron. <laughs> Captana, Mexico. All right, Alex. See, I like the way you're thinking, bro. Let's come up with a Mexican superhero. Is there a Mexican superhero, by the way? Does one exist? Does one exist? I'd be curious. His name is James Bond, Agent 007. Thank you, T-Mac. That's what I thought. Captain de Mexico. No, I'm being serious. No, Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> Flip, Speedy Gonzalez is not a goddamn superhero. He's a cartoon character, okay? Is there a Mexican Marvel superhero? Or a Hispanic? Uh, Is there... Nacho Libre? <laughs> okay, see... <laughs> no, you guys. Nacho Libre is not a superhero, first of all. All right. Y'all are going to make me Google this. I'm going to end up on some FBI hate crime watch list. Are there any. Are we saying Mexican or Hispanic? Hispanic. Not NBA players. Oh, wow. This is what Google filled out. Are there any Hispanic NBA players, superheroes, Disney princesses, K-pop idols? Yeah, there's a ton of Hispanic Korean pop idols. The fuck? NFL players, basketball players, Marvel characters, characters in Harry Potter. Oh, that's good. And Supreme Court justices. All we want is superheroes. Are there any Hispanic superheroes? And the answer is... Zapping the power of Latino superheroes is the focus of Marvel's Comunidades. What? The feats of heroes Miles Morales, Anya Corazon, Ghost Rider, Nina the Conjurer, Eva, Reptile, and White Tiger. So there you go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven Latino superheroes. Cool. Didn't they, isn't the Hulk Asian? El Champo's not. I hate you. I used to be El Santo, but he dead now. I don't know what that means. Zorro is not. Is Zorro? What is Zorro's race? Zorro the Gay Blade. I mean, nope. Not not getting me. Nope. I don't think so, bitches. Uh, he fought mummies. Uh, La La Llorona. Okay, you're not, I don't know what I just said, CC, but you probably got me saying some bullshit. The other day, she asked me, did I want a penis sandwich? And I said, yes, because I didn't know what the fuck she's talking about. I thought she said sausage. <sighs> okay. All right, chat's lost their mind. You go ahead, chat. You go on, chat. About seven minutes, I'm going to be joined by Adam Tannick of Premier League Wiffle. Uh, very excited about this. You are not going to want to miss this interview. It's going to be a lot of fun. This dude has done a lot of stuff along with being the create the founder and commissioner 
of the PLW. So it's going to be a good time. Hang out. Yeah, I can't wait either. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Should be uh, should be good times had by all. He'll be here in about seven minutes. So by the way, since we're on the topic of changing Cracker Jack to Cracker Jill, Eminem's got in on this as well. Is it Eminem or Eminem's? Am I adding S's to candy? I don't need to be adding. Have I been doing that my whole life? Uh, Eminem's got on in on this. Uh, when did they do this? January of this year. Eminem's announced that uh, they've long been committed to creating colorful fun for all, and the purpose serves as a more concrete commitment to what we've always believed as a brand that everyone has the right to enjoy moments of happiness. So here's their here's what they're changing on this. It says they're giving the Eminems a fresh modern take on the looks of our beloved characters and a more nuanced personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression and power of community through storytelling. Bro, it's a fucking candy. What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? It's a candy. It's a goddamn candy. At what point do I need to have, like they literally talk about changing their backstory. Are you fucking kidding me? These fake ass cartoon candies have a goddamn backstory. Why? Why does your candies have a backstory that we need to change? What the? I mean, I feel like all of the races are represented here. I'll let you figure that out. I feel like, I don't know. Just not. I, but, and what's the difference? They all look the same to me. The old and the new, they literally look exactly the same. I mean, like, I, I, what is, what is, what the fuck is the difference? I don't understand the, the, the Tucker Carlson green M&M reference origin story, Barry. Yeah. For a, what? For a peanut M&M? What's the origin story? Well, uh, I, uh, I was born, uh, and at a, at, my uncle was the planner's peanut and, uh, he was abusive. So I went out on the road. Like what? I don't understand it, folks. I, 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 I don't understand. You guys know me. You guys know I am a champion for equality. I am a champion for equality. And always have been and always will be. But why in the fuck? And what did you change? And why did we need to change the origin stories of some goddamn M&Ms? But they literally, you see the article written up on this shit. This is insane. The other stuff they said, they enhanced focus on the brand's iconic color palette and the use of different shapes and sizes uh, of M&M lentils. I don't know why they call them lentils. I thought that was like a P. Across all touch points to prove that altogether we're more fun. Added emphasis on the ampersand. Okay. Uh, distinctive element in the M&M's logo and updated tone of voice that's more inclusive, welcoming, and unifying while remaining rooted in our signature jester wit and humor. Oh my God. You know there are people that work at Mars or whoever owns M&M's, and this is all. The, they're like, yeah, I'm the voice behind Sophie the Yellow M&M. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I, I did a lot of research, and I have to get into character. I'm a method actor, so I have to kind of go back to Sophie's beginnings before I... Before I develop any further, like what the fuck? It's an M and M. Why did you? Why do your? Why do your chocolates have backstories? Oh, no doubt. I mean, I'm gonna still eat them. 
listen, you don't get these chins and this gut and these these big old bitch titties without not eating some M and M's every now and then. So I, yeah, I'm gonna still eat them. <laughs> Dre said I was born a peanut, but I identify as a chickpea. But that's when they got bit by a radioactive piece of chocolate. Wouldn't that be the best? <laughs> Green changed her shoes. Oh, yeah. She's no longer wearing hooker boots. That's literally the end of it. Green's like, I'm a tomboy now. Okay. Let's let's calm down, Green Eminem. What's up, Justin Calm? How are you, buddy? As long as they still don't melt in my hand, I'm good. Have you ever tested that theory? Them sons of bitches melt, by the way. False advertising. You want to clean some shit up? How about you clean up that, M&M's? You hold them long enough, they're going to melt in your mouth. Okay? Period. End of story. So that's false advertising. You're a liar. Also, since we're here, two minutes, we're going to be joined by Adam Tannick of the Premier League Wiffle. Uh, since we're here, someone's suing Burger King for the size of the Whopper. Do people just not have enough shit to do? Do people just not have enough shit to do? That they're like, you know what? This Whopper, this Whopper don't feel like it's supposed to. This is not regulation-sized Whoppers. I, 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 need, I need money for this atrocity. <sighs> don't get it. All right, one other thing, one other sports topic. Um, and I do have, actually, let's do this. I want to show you a little, uh, a few highlights before Adam joins us of Premier League Wiffle Play. He sent me some highlights. I, I downloaded them so we didn't have to uh, go to the, uh, website so that way you could hear some of this stuff but here are some highlights and then i want to show you the longest home run in wiffle ball history but i'm gonna kind of skip through some of this but i want you guys to see some of the gameplay i want you to see how some of this stuff works uh because it's i think you're gonna love this it's dope as shit so let me let me put my cell phone here where my cameras go ah there we go all right so here here is some highlights of Premier League Wiffle. Check this out. No, you he can't will not be swinging. Swing. Swinging is not in the cards. He will not be swinging. Oh my God! He yanked it. wants to know if you can bet on Premier League Wiffle. That's a good question. We'll ask Adam that. Here's the, here's the tenth best that highlight bitch. they had for the week. The zone, so he sent out. me a highlight reel. This is from a while back, though. Look at the movement on that ball. Knee, 52 miles an hour. Strike number three. Back-to-back -back strikeouts here to start the top of the fifth. And now we go to the top of the order. Leadoff hitter, Kyle Lohman. Just frozen. You guys should see some of the movement on the ball. It's ridiculous. just what the Lightning need. I mean, it's some ridiculous. pressure on. Two oh. out. Smash. Oh, right at Rodman. He got his fingers no underneath that. Oh, no Let's show the replay. Here comes the replay. So sure he caught that. Look, Let's look take that. a look at the replay. Let's Went go full screen if you too. can. Boy, that just he got his hand it. underneath it. Hold on. We're going to watch it. Uh, all right. Here we go. It's number eight. Tim Riley finds himself 0-2. And, and then he smashes wow. one back. Way back. Oh, 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 me. Way out of here. strong you got to be. To hit a wiffle that ball that's so far, far hit by a monster. Oh, I, I, I fast forward too fast. Here's number seven. Look at this. Look at this. Nasty He'll pop that one into center field. Tarabella after it. There's three highlights It's one. like he Dive makes on one of those pitch. a week now, Trent. You can hang a star on that one. He covered like 50 feet in two seconds. Wow. The acceleration hey, speed he has is incredible. candidate for play of the week here on a Monday Nasty. night. From All right, here we go. Here's number six. 
funny if, if immediately Adam picks up Tony Daly and he plays in the game against Oh, him. how's that a strike? Tanks inside so by the way, if you don't know, it's got a, the ball All has Nick to can do is tip his cap yeah, to be a strike, but it can't go over 55 miles an hour. Go ahead and move on. Uh, it's crazy. And the idea of slowly grinding up the Wiffle points is not something that McGuire is going to do. He's totally agree. all in on most nights. Oh, no. oh that is shot oh, so high. Nasty. I don't think it just nasty. In that outside portion of the strike Last zone, I've Jake Purdy right hours. now Dude, it's, defending it's very well. It's so fun. And defend that. That might go. Spencer Barrick with an Lee unbelievable kiss. slide cast. Oh my so god! Right center. What just happened? I'll tell you what happened. Spencer Barrick uh, ran about 50 feet in lightning right. time. So that's some highlights. Uh, I'm still going to show you before we get out of here. I'll show you uh, one other highlight of Adam hitting the longest wiffle ball home run maybe ever we'll have to i don't know if they keep track of that yet but uh it's dope the highlights are dope and i'm super excited because joining me on the program right now the man himself the uh founder and commissioner of premier league wiffle adam tannick adam man thank you so much for joining me hey how's it going glad to be here <laughs> it's it's going great dude listen i gotta tell you i'm a huge fan i just i so i've been on twitch for a couple months now i moved my show over from youtube and at night i'll stay up working and shit i'll have twitch open and i don't know why twitch recommended it one day but i found premier league Whiffle <laughs> and fell in love i was like oh my god this is so much fun uh start from the beginning adam tell me the genesis of how that came about yeah so um I'm I'm here on vacation right now. It's uh it is AM. So I I'm trying to find the best internet. Hopefully this is kind of coming through. I'm getting a little, little on my end. Yeah, it's a little choppy. It's a it's a little uh, choppy. That's okay. Um So yeah. Yeah, so um the way things got started was um about 6 years ago I you know, I had success on YouTube and for like 6 years um, I put all my money into a property and, uh, the first thing I built is a wiffle ball field and, uh, about five years, I think out different league rules and everything kind of Frankenstein, what we have together. that's primarily wiffle now. And, uh, it's just, the, the, the kind of the perfect rules after trying everything and experimenting with everything we took, you know, everything we liked from other leagues, incorporated some of the things that we wanted to. And that's how we came up with uh, Premier League Wiffle. Yeah, dude, and the, the rules are crazy. I think a lot of people that first watch it, especially baseball fans that kind of see it and go, okay, well, what yeah. is this? We've all played Wiffle Ball at some point, and most of us sucked at it. But uh, when you watch <laughs> it, there's, there's, a, there's a ton of nuance, right, and differences. No base runners, for example, um, right? There's, there's no base runners. Is there, right, is, right. There a, is there a reason behind that in particular? Absolutely. Uh, we experimented with base runners. Uh, the bases are very short, and this ball was kind of throw with the holes. And when we tried base running, we found that there was just a lot of, like, I don't know, watching Little League. The throws are going everywhere. Um, you, you know, we have a lot of big former athletes in the league, you know, myself being six foot five, seeing us run down the and, you know, the field's so close, everyone's so close to It's just like, you know, I didn't want to get sued. <laughs> and so taking base. 
Chase running out of it did two things. Uh, it took away the injuries, where that's yeah. most of the injuries come from. And it uh, it made the plays play sloppy when we had base running and trying to throw the ball around. Yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense because uh, even when you watch the the, the plays, um, like if there's a grounder to short or something like that. They, now, for those that don't know, you have five seconds to get the ball to the backstop, which would be an out. So there's no runner. Yep. Uh, but there's the equivalent of trying to throw somebody out. You have up to five seconds to throw them out. But, yeah, it's real difficult, I think, yep. to control a wiffle ball and where it's going to go, at least accurately enough to, to hit a first baseman, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. And yeah. there's no gloves, and which I'll, makes it I'll even harder. It with two hands, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, which is, all, which <laughs> yeah. is also a cool thing. But I, I, I love the idea. I love the so – there's, so there's no base runners. Uh, you, you throw a runner out by throwing it home. But you can turn double plays because you got to step on second and still get that ball back yep. to first within five seconds. Now, is there like a time limit rule for stepping on the bag, like one to two seconds uh, to maybe start the double play? No, it's all the same. Okay. Basically, the, the rules stay all, all ghost runners drive at the base at the fifth second. So if it turns out – that there's a ball that's rolling the second and you throw it to second and it you get it to second it's exactly five seconds tie goes there. so the double play has to both happen under we're still waiting for a triple play that oh, hasn't nice. happened yet haven't uh, happened yet okay nice uh yeah. and, and how do you keep track of the t i mean i'm guessing you have like umpires that are keeping track of the timing uh for each play to play yep Okay. We have and, three umpires damn. at every series. All of them keep track of it. Yeah, that's dope. Because now, sometimes also, you can oh. start it late, and so you take an average. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and also, there's there's rules <laughs> about the speed, right? That's why you said it was different than some of the others. And I think the your account, the Premier Wiffle account here in chat, was saying that speed's a little different as far as pitching, right? Because it's uh, when I was looking at the website, it says something to the effect of it's semi fast pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, certain leagues, um, some are unlimited speed, and we tried that. Uh, that's what I like to do. Um, I was a pitcher most of my life. I could throw hard. I like to throw hard. But the problem was there was no action. It was just walks or strikeouts. And so we kept trying different things. Um, other leagues, what they do, okay, they will throw it like under, throw it under 60, but there's no radar gun. Mm. So as a hitter, you could say, oh, I think that was too fast. And so when we were playing with those rules, we felt like we couldn't be that competitive because, you know, if you're in a big moment and the guy gets you on the corner, I think that was over 60 and then it's a strike. So adding the radar gun, we were the first to do that. Um, it really uh, allows you to be competitive. And uh, 55 from that distance, once a pitcher takes a full step and releases, the reaction time is, isn't easy. 55 is still tough. Especially with the bat, because the it, bats are so skinny too. It's uh, it's the original yellow. They are, they are skinny bat, dude. The movement is insane. Now, is it the same? Oh man, of, is it the same kind of pitches? Right? If you if you watch baseball, and you know curveball, slider. Is there? Is it the same kind of pitches? Isn't it the same? Is it the same mechanics to throw them? Um. Well, so wiffle ball is interesting because coming from a baseball background, I throw most of my pitches like I would baseball pitches. But uh, one of the pitchers on our team, Tom Gannon, also James Stein, some of the guys that came up only playing wiffle ball, you can have a whole arsenal that's just wiffle ball pitches. And so now as a hitter, you have to look for every pitch that you would see in a baseball game, plus this whole new arsenal that are wiffle ball pitches that uses the holes to their advantage. 
it's insane. It's crazy. And and these, like you said, these guys are they're architects of these pitches and being a, the. I just I don't know how. Like I wasn't even good at baseball. Um, I wasn't a. I mean, I was good in the in the field. I was a terrible hitter. I got hit in the face when I was young, and I was like, I was always scared of the Ooh. ball after that. So you oh, threw anything? No. Yeah, if you threw anything that broke, I was done. I was bailing. Uh, but how? Like, just the 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 sheer difficulty and making contact with a bat that skinny with a ball with that much movement. I'm surprised how much offense you guys actually do have. Um, why is that? Is are these guys playing all the time? I mean, it it fe- you know you you yes. think this is a rec league, <laughs> but these dudes play every single night, right? Well, we have games, every, um, and uh, uh, so I think. I give a lot of credit to the quality of the league. Like everyone has a lot of background in baseball. They've had success in baseball. Uh, we have former major leaguers. We have a lot of guys. Our team alone has five guys that have played pro ball at, of some level. Um, Vegas is just a hotbed right now for baseball talent. If you look in the major leagues, you have Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant, Joey Gallo, um, and I think there's six other guys that might be on major league rosters, all from Vegas. And so starting this league in Vegas, it, it really gets to pull from uh, a lot of really good, talented players. And I love it. You guys are on every night. You have several games every night. You have standings. Check out the uh, the website. I'm going to – I'm going to put it in the chat so you guys can go to the website uh, and and check it out as well. Because it's really one of those things where it is a league. This is a sports league. I mean, at first, because it's not traditional sports, you feel like, oh, this is just some recreation. No, these dudes are balling out. And I I found this out in my research. Uh, Last two, the teams with the two worst records in the league each year are playing for their life. If you're the last team and you lose, (laughs) you might get kicked out of the league. That's pretty dope, dude. I like that. Yep. I love that idea. Yeah, that I kind of took that from my years playing in Europe. Uh, European baseball has relegation as well, similar oh, really? to soccer. And uh, I played eight seasons overseas. And uh, one of the seasons, we um, got into relegation. And so instead of playoffs, it's called play downs. So no matter what, you're still playing a postseason. But man, when you're playing downs, it's there's no word to describe it those are some of the most intense games you can ever play playoffs it's like you're already doing good and if you lose you don't make the playoffs but when you lose and you're out and you lose all your sponsors for a team and you're done like man you think twice before you know you're making a play on the field it's intense right, i love it oh it's, it sounds amazing it's it's badass i love that uh part of of you know hey you can't suck and just be cadillac in the league you I, I dig it now talk about positions real quick there is no catcher we saw in the highlights that it's a metal backstop that yep. that's the strike zone and with the speed the ball has to hit that and you guys use a radar uh ball has to hit yep. that at 55 miles an hour or less right uh and so there's no yep, catcher yep. There's no catcher. There is a pitcher first. Well, I guess all of the rest of the positions, correct? Uh, yeah. So you have the pitcher, and then you'll have, like, shortstop, third base, and then you'll have the second base will cover that whole side. Um, and then you'll have two outfielders of that whole ground. And a couple guys with a little speed in the outfield, um, you know, it's kind of required if you're going to be a team that's taking it to the next level. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. Now, um, okay, so uh, the Premier Wiffle in the chat said most three infielders and two outfielders. Are there rules? You guys have shifts? Are you allowed to shift two guys to the right side of the infield versus the left if there's a, a lefty up the plate? Uh, 
Absolutely. Okay. Put the fielders wherever you want. The field is still going to be the size. If you if, if you're a dead pool hitter, well, you know you're not going to last very long. Sorry, Joey Gallo, but <laughs> you know, le- outcome, learn to use all sides it. of the field. <laughs> Dude, I noticed that the home run that you sent me. We got to watch that real quick. Let me. Uh, I got to pull that up. We won't be on screen when I show it, but I want to show this because not only was yeah. it a monster shot, I don't want to spoil it before I show it, but it was oppo too. <laughs> you went oppo with a wiffle ball, and that some bitch went about three miles. All right, so I'm going to show that real quick. You hang tight. We're going to come back, and uh, we're going to keep going with this if you if you're still good on time and everything else. Let me. Let me show this. Yeah, All right, here we go. Check this out, guys. This is the longest. Now, this is the longest home run ever in Premier League Wiffle. Is that correct? Or or Wiffle in general? Um, it's close. Wiffle in general, probably. Um, it's also with that where there's some guys that use these other bats. But uh, yeah, this one. Uh, there might be one. It was hit this season. Could have been longer. It's debatable. But yeah, longest Oppo one by far. By far. Check this out. This is dope. <laughs> All right, so here is. Oh wait, I guess there. Here we go. Here we go. With Tannic here, you walked Gannon, so he walks out of play. Oh, so you can you see they're the all shifting league. to the right side, like we just talked really about, because there's uh, there's uh, 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 and that's three run lead, oh, no that. more. That that is punished. That's way out. That's about as far as I've ever seen Tannic hit one over that container. Oh, Unbelievable. Gosh, Ridiculous. Now the, the best part is they're going to show where it landed. First of all, there's this game. Knotted up at three. Incredible but job by the Viper. Where this can't give extra oh, I like this, by the way. Team. Nice. Okay. Tank is that I'll good. He's that much of a difference maker. He is that good, man. Uh, I, I gotta, you know, was, I'm gonna say it like again. Grounds, I can't believe I, I went after him with nobody. Bond stream is. So that's the that's the the grounds, correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. Ranch Island. So yeah, Ranch Island, uh, and that dude, that is a missile. Because most of those just get over the fence. Is that about right? Most of those are, yeah. They're, I mean, they're clearing the fence, but nothing like that. That's ridiculous. How far was that? You there? Oh, yeah, God. yeah. Okay. I think I. Am I back now? Okay, cool, yeah, cool. How far was that? How how far did that ball go? Um, what? It was kind of hard to measure because it, it hit it and stopped it. But if it didn't hit that, we projected about 95 feet. Good Lord. That is ridiculous. For a wiffle ball, that's ridiculous, dude. That's <laughs> and no win. No win. No win either? Shit. Yeah. That's yeah. outstanding. So how long, how long has the league been around, did you say again? Yeah, so we're in season four. It, it, it got off the ground last year. Mm-hmm. And so in year one, we had three seasons or Little shy, we we're figuring things out, and now we're in season four, and everything going forward we'll about two seasons a year, fifty-four a season. Two two seasons a year. Sorry, you're real choppy because of your internet connection. But you said two oh, okay. seasons a year, and and I know that Premier yep. Wiffle is in the chat with us, so they can back up to so what you're saying. So two seasons oh, nice. a year, fifty games per season. Is that correct? Is that what you said? Yes, fifty-four games per season. Gotcha. Now, one of our one of our our deckheads here said uh, she had a question: Is this is this a co-ed uh, a league, or is there plans for a co-ed league? If it's not, so we have different levels. Uh, females are welcome to play. Uh, we also have a triple A league, and then we have a double A league. We call that the Avocado League, um, and then that's where we start seeing females playing. And then we do these uh, kind of co-ed draft leagues where. Instead of the pitcher throwing against you, someone on your own team pitches 
for you. So uh, there's a little more offense there. That's dope. That's really cool, man. Uh, what are the long-term plans for this? Is this, I mean, I, I, it's obvious you guys are having a ton of fun, giving a new product that's fun to watch. Uh, but what's the long-term plans for this? I just did a, a, a well, there's NFL's trying to get a flag football in the Olympics. Is this, uh, is that, the, is that okay. one of the goals? Olympics, huh? <laughs> well, we want to, next step is uh, getting a new stadium. The, the property you saw there, we sold it actually so we have a lease back on just the field uh there was a company called kingcom that just offered me a cash offer i couldn't refuse and i'm taking that and focusing only on wiffle ball and uh i want to build the sickest ball stadium we've ever seen and uh you know i'd love to be able to do it in a way where we can have fans coming to the games um i would love to have um you know viewers and maybe get on a you know, sign a deal like ESPN or, you know, maybe even TV. And I say MTV because some of the, the most popular content we have are the kind of the reality show elements, the kind of behind the scenes, the, the drama between players and trades. Um, oh, there's you know, one of the reasons the I'm out. That is badass. That oh, yeah. Trades. Dude, that's dope. Yeah, there was a trade that my team did that traded one of our players um, to another team. So we could pick up like uh, this this draft pick and uh, this draft pick that played for the Chicago White Sox. Well, that sent league by storm, and now they're saying that current vipers are the curse of trench. Um, yeah, and so we play, so we trade him, and then we play the team we do, and we have like a lifetime record of like twelve against this team. And they swept us. And we never been swept into history, my team. And that's we got swept, and then we played them again. They beat us too. So, like the curse of the Bambino is what they're they're calling it. The curse of French. I love it, dude. That's amazing, dude. This was great. I, we've got to have you back when you have a better internet connection. I think we've all got the gist of what's happening here. It is super choppy, but uh, it's amazing, man. I appreciate you taking the time out to do this. Uh, I love the product. Keep doing what you're doing. I watch uh, probably four nights a week at least when I'm up late working. So awesome. uh, it's outstanding, dude. And how can the people find you guys? Uh, give them give them some info on different social media and the and the website and everything else. Yeah, basically Premier League Wiffle on all the social media. You can go to our website PremierLeagueWiffle.com. I just posted it. Find the everything there. Yep. PremierLeagueWiffle.com. Yeah, all the things. That's it. All right, y'all, that is Adam Tannick. Dude, thank you so much. I know that you have a busy schedule and you're gallivanting all across the globe. Uh, people are wondering where you're at. We're not going to give it away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thing, well, right? all I can give away, yeah, uh, I can just give away. It is 3, 3.35 a.m. It is wow. a.m., 3.35 a.m. So if I'm so, looking a little rough, a little tired, maybe because I've been out with some hot cocos already, but uh, – <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm ready to get some sleep now. <laughs> I bet you are, dude. I appreciate the time, Adam. Thank you so much. We'll have to do this again, man. Best of luck right. to you guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, that is Adam Tannick from Premier League Wiffle. That was outstanding, man. Uh, I'm telling you, it's a dope-ass product. You got to go watch it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, super cool, man. Oh, no doubt. Uh, uh, Premier Wiffle in the chat said thanks for the love. No doubt, man. Keep doing what y'all are doing. It's a great product. I love it. It's a it's a lot of fun. And chat, go follow, man. Um, is Potch here? Can we get a shout out to Premier Wiffle? I think he did it earlier, but one more would be great. 
Uh, Potch, if you can, I uh, appreciate that. And uh, yeah, that's that's dope, dude. Super fun, man. A lot. It's it's a it's a great time, and um, they have announcers. They got freaking replay. It's like legit set up, and I love that they're going to be building a field uh, just for that. And uh, dude, fans, fans in the stands would be badass at a at a wiffle ball game. That would be badass. You know how much beer would be drunk? They would make. Do, Premier League Wiffle would make a killing just off concession stands. Oh, for sure, Tom. We're going to stay tuned, man. Uh, I appreciate that, man. That was dope. Thank you guys for coming in and hanging out. It was uh, it was badass, man. Hey, Donna, thank you so much for that, for, for doing the shout-out. Donna, what's up, girl? Good to see you back in the chat. Uh, I was hoping someone would ask, what? And what did I miss? Did I miss the question? Oh, BYOB. Well, there's no fans allowed right now. So, yeah, you can drink what you want when you watch it in the comfort of your own home. I'm guessing that, yeah, uh, once they allow, if they get to the point where they can have fans showing up, it's either going to be BYOB or they'll get their liquor license and make a killing. Oh, here we go. Here we go. There's Bruce talking shit. Tune in to PLW tonight at Twitch at 6 p.m. to see the curse of the trench. Okay, I like it. Uh, Yeah, you guys go follow them, man. Go follow. Uh, I encourage all the deckheads to follow and watch it. It's a, I'm telling you guys, it was, as soon as I watched it, I was like, I got to have this shit on the show. They are, it's, it's all dope. It's, it's great. The announcers are great. The, the action is great. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. They talk shit. They have fun. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. You could tailgate in your living room, Alex, just, you know, pull out a beer, which by the way, I haven't done a shot yet. I'm going to do this shot in honor of Adam for taking the time halfway across the globe at three o'clock in the morning. And he still agreed to come on the show uh, and talk about Premier League Wiffle. And we didn't even get to his uh, former stuff that he did. He had a YouTube channel with a million subscribers where he did like wildlife adventures. Um, He had that ranch that you saw that property. Uh, He had two parts of that. One of them was like an animal rescue, which I think he would love the fact that we do Whisker Wednesdays today. So I'm going to do this shot, which I haven't been able to do in the last two days. Ah! But this shot right here, this is for Adam, dude. Thank you so much. Thanks to everybody from Premier Wiffle for joining the show today and hanging out. You guys, make sure you follow this show too, okay? Fair is fair. Fair is fair. You guys give that follow, and I appreciate you all. Cheers. Mm. Ah, Boy, I missed that. Yeah, Ranch Island on IG as well. There's some some hotties on Ranch Island. Trust me, Daddy did his homework. So, Oh, Oh, okay. Well, this is... This is very arousing. Uh, But yeah, go check it out, man. I appreciate you guys. Uh, Much love to you as well. Hey, Tom, thanks for the follow, man. I appreciate that. Uh, All Day 34, thank you for the follow. I appreciate that, you guys. That was very kind of you. And uh, we're definitely going to do it again. Yeah, follow button's free, right? We'll definitely do it again when Adam has a better internet connection. Maybe we can get some updates on the league and all that shit. That would be great. So, all right. That's it, man. I appreciate that. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Also, let's keep rolling here. It is Whisker Wednesday, and I do need to tell you about two animals that we have up for adoption today, and this is all courtesy of Special Pals here in Houston, so if you guys want to make an impact on the community and you looking for an animal to adopt, dude, look no further than Special Pals, and this is Blueberry. Hey, Jay, thank you for the follow, man. Appreciate you, Jay. So this is blueberry, uh, full of antioxidants and delightfully squishable. It's a blueberries, three month old lab mix. He arrived at the shelter with his seven siblings. Jeez, that's a lot of siblings. Favorite color is blue. Duh. Favorite member of NWA is Ice Cube and his favorite actor is also Ice Cube. 
That is Blueberry. You can adopt a Blueberry by going to Special Pals. That's it. Just go to specialpals.org. Uh, here, I got the info for you right here. There you go. Specialpals.org. Open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. All of the animals that you adopt from Special Pals come fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed, or neutered, uh, up to date on their flea and heartworm preventions, medications, all of that. The adoption fees range from $80 to $250. And, I mean, come on. Look at that, baby. Come on. Tell me you don't want to adopt a blueberry. Total Dallas, get your butt out there to Special Pals and go adopt a blueberry. Super cute, man. Super cute. So that's blueberry and the other animal we have for you on this Whisker Wednesday. Well, this is Betty White. Betty is named Betty White because uh, they met her on Betty White's birthday, January 17th. She showed up pregnant and pissed. And after raising her babies and doing a lot of recovery from a bad skin condition, she's ready for a new start. She's about two years old. Her favorite game show is Match Game, and her favorite golden girl is Rose. So, what is that? Oh, yeah. Posh said, say hi to PK Heck while yeah. you're there. Absolutely say hi to PK while you're there. Uh, but that is Betty White, and she is also available for adoption. All you got to do is go to specialpals.org if you want to adopt the Betty White or Blueberry. Right there it is. Specialpals.org, open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. for adoptions. All right, cool. Got that out of the way. Um, I'm not sure I'm on the right ranch island on IG. Is there a lot of hot naked chicks? I mean, not naked, but here, let's go. Let's go together. Let's go to ranch island together. Ranch. Uh, oh, oh, we got to be on Instagram. Instagram. And then ranch island. And then, uh, there's, cause there's two. Oh, okay. This is definitely it. CC. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're on the right one here, boo-boo. If this, if this is the one, if this is the ranch island you're on, hello, is that the ranch island IG? That is the correct ranch island Instagram. And, uh, cause they do two things. Like I said, they've got the, if you go to the link, they've got ranch island and then the animal sanctuary. And, uh, yeah, so that's the, that's the right. You were there. I'm pretty sure. Was that the one you were at CC? Is that the one you saw? Is that it? See, Trey's like, huh? So yeah, that's Ranch Island on Instagram. If you're if you're curious, also one of Adam's uh, ventures. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Adam's done some shit. Make up movies, huge YouTube channel. Got Ranch Island. I was like, oh shit, Playboy. <laughs> Philip said, that's it. I'm moving to the island. That's it. I'm an island boy. We all just became island boys. Wait a minute. What? Cece said, BRB, got to go puke up my lunch. Oh. <laughs> Cece's like, oh, damn these skinny bitches. I got to go throw up my food. Scroll down. It's Whisker Wednesday. I don't know what that meant. What does that mean? I don't understand what that means. Make my whiffle flutter. Okay. That's, that was stupid. Total Dallas. Stop being stupid. All right, so we got the headlines. We got our, I'm just getting stuff cleared out here. Did we talk about flag football in the Olympics? I know I mentioned it with Adam. But if you didn't hear, the NFL is trying, trying to get flag football to be an Olympic sport. And here's the problem, though. If you're going to have an Olympic sport, it has to be. has to be universal and worldwide. You can't just have like some random ass sport that only you play in America or some other country. 
You can't, you can't just do that. So if everybody's playing flag football, great. If they're not, never going to get a chance to do that. And the NFL wants this because they want the exposure of their sport to the world. To the world. And now you've got to have, not only do you have to have every country or most countries playing flag football, but it also has to be men and women flag football. So you've got to invest uh, around the globe in flag football leagues and education and everything else. I just, it seems like a lot of work and we all know, we all know, by the way, Jared Taylor, thank you for the resub. I missed that, but thank you for the resub, buddy. I appreciate that. And Jay Wilson, thank you for the follow, man. Also, I missed that too, but thank you for the follow, Jay. Um, but yeah, you've got, I mean, dude, you've got to invest in education and teaching the game and having people there. And, and the NFL says they want to do it for the exposure of the league. There's ways, better ways to do that. And at the end of the day, as much as you want to globalize football or even basketball, it's damn near impossible because one, nobody is going to stay up uh, for, you know, one in the morning or three in the morning or whenever it is that the Jags play in London. I think it's 9 a.m. or some crazy shit. Like, what is the point of globalizing the NFL? I understand more people might watch it, but you can't send, have teams based in London. It's just not, it's not feasible. The dollars don't make sense. Now, you might want more people to watch your, your, your program, watch your product. Okay. But without having it there, it's just not going to be the same. I don't think watching flag football is going to get a bunch of people in the, we'll just use a, a, a reference from the chat, a bunch of people in the Congo to get up on a Sunday morning or stay up till three in the morning to watch the Cowboys play. I don't know. Just doesn't make sense to me. Could you imagine the ratings it would get at the Olympics? Oh, oh, lingerie football. You know, that would that would draw. I mean, I guess. It didn't draw before. NFL Europe still around? Exactly. Exactly. It it it, it the the numbers don't add up. The benefit you get isn't going to equal, you know, the cost and the revenue that you spend, I don't think. Just I don't I don't see it. I don't know. I don't see it. Um, sell more merch? I guess. But I'll be honest with you. If you're trying to... Damn, that's a big old pimple. Good Lord. I just... I saw it. Oh, my God. I look like... Uh, what's that dude? Uh, what's that Marvel character? That has the big old thing in the middle of his forehead? Um... I don't, I, I don't think people in London are going to buy a Jags jersey over a, I don't know, a soccer kit for whoever's in London, the London soccer kickers. I don't know. I don't fucking watch soccer. I don't know shit about who's over Manchester United. Nobody's buying a Jags jersey over a Manchester United kit. I don't give a shit how much they like the Jags. I got their total Dallas. I figured I got it. I did the geometry in my head. Oh, geography. Uh, yes, I don't know. It just, it, it, I think the NFL needs to be excited and happy about what they have. And that is the, the biggest and most profitable sport in America. Just keep growing that. I mean, if you want to go to Canada, 
If you want to go to Mexico, that makes more sense. Put a team in Canada. Put a team in Toronto like baseball did. Fine. And basketball. I'm good with that. That makes sense. That's smart. Put a team in, um, I don't know, Montreal. Put a team out in uh, Vancouver. Put a team in Mexico City. That all makes sense to me. And I still think they would prefer to buy hockey kits and soccer kits over NFL gear. But they'll grow to love it. Or they won't. And it'll fold. And you just wasted a shit ton of money. But that makes more sense to be in this area of time. On this side of the planet. But to go the other side. Yeah, exactly, last call. I mean, that makes all that makes sense. And if you wanted to. Oh my God, look. This is so great that we expanded to these other cities. Now you want to go to South America. Okay. It's still on this side of the planet. It just makes a shit more ton sense to me than that. T-Max said, hey, hell, uh, they're bringing the XFL in for the spring. Yeah, there you go. Football coming 24-7. Uh, you're right, I do, Poch. I saw that. Poch said you owe uh, Fidel a cat. And you are 100% right. So I'm going to go get the cat. Here's a 30-second ad. I'm going to go get Oliver. Because I, I want to honor my commitment to Fidel because I love Fidel. He's a gentleman and a scholar. So I'm going to go get my cat, Oliver. We're all going to look closely at his butthole. And then uh, we can wrap up the show. So ch- just sit through this 30-second ad while I go get Oliver. And uh, I got to pee, too. Sit through this one-minute ad. What's up, Katie? And we'll be right back. Real quick. What up? Look how tired he is. He was dead ass asleep. Dude, this cat is so big. Look at this long ass cat. What you doing, man? Say hi to the people. <laughs> Say hi to the people. Say hi, people. Say hi, people. No, you don't want to. Don't give a shit about the people. No, he's tired. Look at that. Look at that, Fidel. You made me disturb this sweet, lovable cat. Look how tired he is. He is dead ass tired. You want to lay in the chair? Come on. Can you get in the chair, Bob? I know, I know. They made me do it. They made me do it. He's like, I didn't sign up for this shit. I didn't sign up for this shit. Well, we love you, Oliver. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big dumb jerk. Did he leave already? Look at that. What a jerk. All right. So there you go. Uh, Barry, you owe overtime from Friday. Fam, don't forget. What do I owe? Oh, for the minutes watched because of the the power outage. I do need to make up that 20 minutes. 
That is true. That is very true. Tell him it's Fidel's fault. I did. Hey, Oliver, it's Fidel's fault. Oh, turns out he doesn't understand English. Let me close the door. Hold on. Hey, bud. Sorry, I just don't like the echo it creates in here. All right, so we talked flag football. We got that out of the way. Boy, we are killing it on topics. What do we got? Eight minutes left. Um, I've been wanting to get to this, and I'm going to save this. So there's a video that, I don't know who sent it to me. T-Mac, did you send it to me? Or Ivan? Somebody on Twitter sent me a video of a rapper. Uh, it was his funeral. And they propped this dude up on stage and did a concert. It was super creepy. So we're going to, we won't get to that today because I want to be able to watch it and enjoy it. So we'll try to get to that tomorrow. Uh, but let's talk about this real quick. Elon Musk, if you didn't hear, Elon Musk now owns the majority shares of Twitter. This dude went out and spent like $3 billion on shares of Twitter because he's mad at Twitter because he said Twitter doesn't promote free speech. And um, so he's now, I mean, this is basically like a hostile takeover. That's all this is. Elon Musk decided, hey, you know what? I got an extra $3 billion laying around. Dude's already made almost $3 billion this year, which I don't know how. Is he selling that many Teslas? I'm sure he has other things that he owns, but what, like what, how does he make his money? How does Elon Musk make money? Here we go. He puts his new money into companies as well. In 2016, Musk started the boring company, which digs tunnels, neurotechnology called Neuralink. Both are now worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay. So he's investing. He's like, uh, He's like, uh, what's that dude? Um, old white dude from the Midwest, from Kansas. Berkshire Hathaway. What's his name? What's his name? I can't remember. But uh, he does a lot of investing, I guess. Pretty smart. But as soon as he bought the stock in Twitter, it went up like 27%. So he immediately made a shit ton of money. Oh, did he own PayPal? That wouldn't surprise me. He probably No, I don't think he still owns it. Elon Musk PayPal. Let's see if he still owns it. Uh, the company focused on the PayPal service and was renamed PayPal in 2001. 2002 was acquired by eBay. So he sold it to eBay, apparently. Okay. So I guess he doesn't own it anymore, but that's how he made a shit ton of money. We made $1.5 billion, I guess, from that. Is that what I saw there in this, on his Wikipedia? <sighs> But how dope would it be to be so rich? So here's the difference between two rich dudes, right? Trump got mad at Twitter. And Elon Musk got mad at Twitter for the same thing. Two different people completely, but they're mad for the same reason. Freedom of speech. At which point, I think Twitter has said, hey, look. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Thank you, T-Mac. But Twitter's like, look, you can have freedom of speech, but you can't bully people. You can't talk shit about people in such a mean and derogatory way. You can't call people the N-word. You can't, you can't do that. Which, if you agree with that or not, that's up to you. But that's their stance, and, and, and uh, you know, they banned Trump from the platform, and Elon Musk has been, um, I think, suspended several times. <sighs> 
So Trump goes and starts his own social media platform, the truth, because he can control it. Which, by the way, apparently it's hemorrhaging users and the the corporate the 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 heads of of the truth, whatever that is, are have already left. They stepped down. They took that shit off their resume. They didn't want people knowing about it. So it's not been going great uh, since it launched. I already deleted it off my phone because I wanted to check it out. Uh, but also Elon Musk said, you know what? I'm not going to start my own. Although he did tweet about it. He did say, hey, do we need to have an alternative to Twitter? But rather than do that, Elon was like, you know what, fam? How about I just buy Twitter, bitch? And he went out and spent $3 billion on stock. And he now is the majority stockholder of Twitter. That's a pretty powerful thing. It's a boy. To have that much money. Just to be like, you know what? You made me mad. I'm buying your company, ho. And I'm firing everybody. Uh, he could be a modern day Tony Stark. He really might, T-Mac. That's a pretty good example. Amos and I thought his issue was they don't protect people's mental health. No. It had everything to do with freedom of speech. It had everything to do with freedom of speech. And he's a, he's a huge proponent of that, whether it's good speech, bad speech, hate speech. But he thinks that people should be able to say whatever in the fuck they want to say. And that's a tough, that's a, that's, I mean, that, that in and of itself would be like a whole show, a whole podcast, a whole panel of, of people talking, whether you agree or disagree or what's too far and what's not. Yeah. There's freedom of speech. You can't yell fire in a theater. And I also can't say I'm going to kill you motherfucker. Like no, you can't do that. But you should be able to say like, I don't agree with this and I don't like that. So it's a weird, it's a weird yet fine line. But he said, screw it. He bought Twitter. <laughs> Joe said, Barry is going to buy YouTube one day. Bro, if I had Elon Musk's money, let me tell you right now. If I had Elon Musk's money, I would buy YouTube and shut that bitch down. 100%. I'd be like, oh, you're going to shadow ban me, ho? I don't think so. Actually, I would buy it and just fire everybody. And then every deckhead would get a job at YouTube. And I would pay you all a million dollars a year salary. How's that? I like that. Sounds good. Dre said Wizard of Oz. What do you mean, Wizard of Oz? No, the Warren Buffett. Only reason people use PayPal these days is eBay. I mean, I guess. I think people still use PayPal, right? I might buy Biffnet to create a Dallas sports show. Okay. Oh, now that, that would be interesting. That'd be super interesting. <laughs> buy ESPN 97.5. That would be interesting. Uh, I think he went after Fauci once and was suspended for that. Oh, is that why? Is, oh. If you had Elon Musk's money, could you buy me a Dalmatian? Shelby, you want a Dalmatian? Really? First of all, let me tell you, Shelby. Dalmatians are cute. They're super cute. I wouldn't want 101 of them, but they are cute. They are cute. Oh, snap! Look who's here! My guy! My buddy, my pal! 
Josh, what's up, fam? Thank you for the thousand bits. But more importantly, I mean, that's important. I appreciate you. More importantly, thanks for being here, fam. Thanks for showing up, Josh. We miss you so much, man. I hope things are going well for you. Thanks for popping in and saying hello. It's always good to see your smiling face here in the chat. I mean, not that we can see it, but you know what the fuck I mean. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Terry Taylor, thank you for the 200 bits, my friend. Oh, shit, we done got a hype train going already? God damn, look at this. Four o'clock. Y'all trying to keep me late, aren't you? Trying to keep me late, aren't you? I mean, I, I have a meeting at 4.30, but we can hang out. I'm cool with that. Y'all know how I play at Worlds. Y'all know. Pops, thank you for the 69 bits, my friend. Joel, thank you for the 50 bits, my friend. Hey, uh, spoiler alert, chat. So I put in a new uh, a new emote. Has it been approved yet? Is there any new emotes in there for the subscribers? I added one. If you're a subscriber to the program or someone's gifted you a sub, see if there's a new emote. That's a new phone. You know how hard it was to just remember my password? I bet, man. That's the worst. That's the absolute worst. You lose your phone and you get a new phone? Dude, that's what. Dude, you got to get this. Josh, let me, get, let me hip you to some game, man. Let me hip you to some game. Go out and get an app called Last Pass. Last Pass, my friend. You want that. Wallace, thank you for the 10 biddies, my friend. Appreciate you. Hey, Amos. Thank you for the 100 bits, homie. That's the best shit. Uh, are we already at level two of the hype train already? Damn. Oh, we're at 89% of level one. Y'all don't fuck around. I love it, man. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate that. I'm going to buy Twitter with this hype train. DJ Maddie with the 100 biddies. Thank you, my dude. That put us at 95% of the hype train. Oh, shit. I'm buying Twitter, y'all. <laughs> um, so Shelby. Shelby said, oh, wait, what is this? Um, Total Dallas highlighted a message. If you had Musk's money, you could buy Shelby Martian a dinosaur. <gasps> that is true, Shelby. I would buy you a dinosaur if I had Elon Musk's money. I would buy YouTube, ESPN 97.5, and you a dinosaur and a Dalmatian. And then uh, my wife, I would just buy her uh, the whole uh, country of Italy. Josh, thank you for the 100 bits. Dr. Dre on 290, thank you for the 6 bits. Y'all got us to level 2 of this hype hype. All right, tell the truth, Shelby. If you had to choose between a Dalmatian and a uh, dinosaur, which one you going? I mean, Hobbs, right? Dalmatian. Let me tell you this story real quick, and then we're going to get out of here in just a second. But well, we're gonna go. We'll go to about four ten. Is that cool with everybody? Hey, thank you for the follow. I don't know how to say that. Is it S Merciel or is it Smerciel? Is it how do you say that? I want to. I want to make sure. I want to make sure I say it right. Is it Smerciel or S Merciel? Merciel, Merciel. Thank you for the follow. <laughs> I just. I don't want to. I butchered your name, and I'm sorry. That's not okay. But I appreciate the follow, nonetheless. Uh, Josh, thank you for the 100 bits as well. And the 25 bits, my dude. All right, Shelby, tell the truth. Tell the truth. Dinosaur or Dalmatian? Which one you want? You said you wanted a Dalmatian your whole life. Josh said, wait a damn minute. I can drag this shit out and make it look better? (laughs) 
I was like, wait, I just gave a thousand bits and I didn't need to. I could just give like three bits, five bits. Yeah, man. That's the dude, that's the other thing I love about Twitch, Josh. I'm gonna do one bit, five bits, ten bits. Yeah. But let me tell you what, I appreciate the thousand bits, my homie. Oh so much so. Yeah, now yeah. I appreciate that very much. Uh Shelby said a Dalmatian. Dude, we gotta make this a goal, you guys. Josh, thank you for the hundred bits. We're at 9% of level two, baby. Uh, we've got to make this a goal, uh, deckheads. we got to get Shelby a Dalmatian. That's the goal. I, I, I say it. It is so. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Let's get Shelby a Dalmatian. Are you, so would your, your, the man would be fine with that, Shelby, if you brought home a Dalmatian? I love seeing Barry Square. Shut your mouth. Shut your whore mouth. Uh, you missed shots, by the way. Back on the wagon. Did a shot there. Uh... So let me tell you, though, my ex-wife, Shelby, my ex-wife had a Dalmatian. And I forget the dog's name, but it was the cutest dog in the world. Just looking at it. Like, when you looked at this dog, it was super cute. But it was the craziest fucking dog I've ever met in my whole life. And I've been told... They are insane. Like the inbreeding with Dalmatian. Josh, thank you for the 33 bits. Yes, you are. He said, I'm flooding Barry's basement over here. Squirsh. Squirsh. I can't even stand up. It looks like I peed my pants. It's Josh making me pee my pants. Thank you, buddy. Uh, we got to get the girls allergy testing done first. Well, fuck. They're going to be allergic to dogs, Shelby. The year you're having, they're going to be allergic to dogs. They're going to be like, oh, they're allergic to air. And then Shelby's like, fuck. I should have had Dalmatians instead of kids. So the house got five on it. Okay. Yeah, B. Hannon said I heard they're mean. That was the thing, dude. Like, I, I, I was around this dog for, I don't know, three years, four years. She had to have it put down. That's how crazy it was. It attacked people. Like, if you went around her, my ex-wife, and you, you know, just made a move towards her. That fucking dog was losing. And you're like, what the fuck? Yo, chill, Dalmatian. Chill. Super crazy. So be careful what you wish for, Shelby. Be careful what you wish for. They super crazy. Josh, thank you for the 27 bits, my friend. He said, it's obvious I started drinking early today. Ah, <laughs> uh, same fam. Same. I still got, I still got, you know what? Do another shot in honor of Josh and this God blessed hype train we got going. This is this is overtime, Barry on deck, hype train and uh shot. Here we go. Oh, I can't get that. I can't get it all in there. That's what he said. This is for Josh. This is for everybody that contributed to the hype train. This is for everybody that's here. This is for all the follows. This is for all the love. I love you, deckheads. Thank you so much, man. Cheers to you guys for another fun show. Amen. My wife's going to be like, um, are you drunk? Why are you drunk? Josh, thank you for the damn bitch, buddy. Uh, I can't be having aggressive dogs with little ones. Well, they're very aggressive. They're very, very aggressive. That's true. And Amos, that's what I heard. The inbreeding is why they become hard of hearing, which is probably why they get aggressive. That's what I heard. <laughs> Josh said, okay, I think I'm out now. Dude, yay. Punch yourself out. I dig it. I love it. Uh, CC said, welcome home, Josh. But yeah, that's what I kind of heard too, was that the reason, um, Dalmatians are crazy 
is because of the inbreeding. And I was like, why would firefighters want such an inbred dog? That doesn't make any sense. Well, and I guess if they're crazy, they can be like, hey, run in that burning building and drop my wallet. And the dog's like, okay, let's go get it. Because they're crazy people. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, man, thank you guys for the hype train. Zero subs, 1,830 bitch. You guys are amazing. I don't deserve you. I don't deserve you, deckheads, but I love you. That was badass. All right. That's it. Uh-oh. What the fuck? Guys, it's not working. What happened to my song? There it goes. All right, are we raiding somebody? Sirens don't bother them. Oh, is that because they're hard of hearing? Is that why? I didn't know that. Well, Josh, dude, thanks for uh, popping in just in time, famo. Thank you to my guest, Adam Tannick from Premier League Wiffle. Thanks to everybody that popped in from Premier League Wiffle to check out the show and the follows and hang out. Make sure you go follow them and support. Thanks to you, deckheads, for being here. Making this show possible every single day. And thanks to everybody on Podbean that popped in and listened all day. D-Mac, Titan Hugo, Eric Persindes, Chris Reyes, and John Dory. Thank you guys so much. Oh, let's see. Uh, what's, oh, I don't know what that um, Are we raiding anybody? Is there anybody to raid? I pull up my channel. I see. Who's this? MMA Marks is on? He's watching. He's playing wrestling. Let's see. Who else is over here? Let's find somebody. Let me just go to the sports. Let's just browse the sports. Shall we say Twitch greater than YouTube? Oh, I 100% agree. And I love you too. So much. Goes Zalatoris. What is that? What is that? That sounds like a disease you get in your toe. Goddamn toe got Zalatoris. Donna, we love you, boo-boo. Donna says she's going to catch up later. She's been busy. I get it, sweetie. We miss you, but we love you. All right, I'm looking in the Twitch sports or just like the browse category. Oh, who's this fishing? Oh, they're fishing. That's a bunch of chicks talking soccer. That's not in English. That's ESPN, no thanks. That's Barry on deck, no thanks. Vincent Hatcher destroys Chelsea. Keep your powder dry. I don't know what that is. I can't find anybody to raid. I can never find anybody to raid. This makes me so sad. Lilo and Casey, April 6th. Devontae says, let's just raid these cats. It's ESPN. Th- oh, no, that's a, yeah, that's a radio station. You can't really raid a radio station, can you? Either here's some beach, beach volleyball. Man, I have the hardest time. Well, I guess we're not raiding today. I have the hardest time finding somebody to raid. Deckheads, I love you. Do me three favors until I see you tomorrow. Be safe, be kind, most importantly, love each other. Bye. Daddy's making a YouTube video.